Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of Grapplecast. It's your favourite host, Jamie, and I'm joined today with Brother Daniel and Brother Joseph. What up, Boos? How we, man? Wait, hey. How we, man? Is that because you're in a foreign land right now? We are. We're near Hadrian's Wall and that tree that got mowed down. We're we're up up north, yeah. Newcastle. Newcastle, that's just a stone's throw away from London, is it not? Yes, it's just a couple hour drive down the road, isn't it? Not too bad. Right near, right near Pax House. We had to, we had to literally fly up here as well. You had to fly up here. You got a plane. We we flew from Bristol to Newcastle. Yeah. Why? It was, uh, well, <laughs> it was 40 quid return on uh, EasyJet, or if you caught the uh, the train, what was that on the train? It was like 200 quid, so you're like, ah, yeah. we'll jump on a plane. Yeah, it was yeah, not well, good. Happy days. And then I assume you just got the train from Newcastle to wherever you're staying. Yeah, man, they got the metro. The lovely, lovely metro. What is it you're doing in Thailand or Thainweer, or whatever it is called? Um, Weir. Tain and Weir, man. Newcastle. Uh, lots of beer, lots of quizzing, um, walking. We do walking, looking at castles. That's been quite fun. And we have fish and chips. Yeah, we went to the seaside today. Yeah, went to the seaside. It's funny as well with Newcastle. Are you near Northumbria University? I think so, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm sure I've seen that on the side. We're near Biker as well, Biker Road, man. Oh, fair enough, because I'm looking at possibly going to Northumbria University next year oh, to do lovely. my post to do my PhD so I was about to try and pronounce what PhD stood for post honourable doctorate Pfft, ain't got a clue let's that go for that good, you know, if, if you I was just trying to think of like if the wrestling acronym philosophy of doctors Pfft, ain't got a clue <laughs> let's go for that uh, but it's in slash and horror so you know not really philosophy or doctorates but you know I could be a doctor of slash and horror so what a time to be alive what is less than what is it in black and white movies, what do they use as blood? Well, no, it's your own research on a topic of your choice. So mine would be on Don Mancini and Child's Play. Well, the answer and to that, I mean, it's chocolate. I use chocolate. You use chocolate because it's nice and thick and brown. But and it's funny because you can basically do a PhD in everything now. I was um, speaking to somebody not so long ago who's actually doing a PhD in wrestling studies, like professional wrestling, and basically how storytelling is in professional wrestling which i always found a quite a fascinating research area anyway because again a lot of people don't respect the art of wrestling as a storytelling as a story means but half of the writers that they have in the writers room come from a tv drama background and as i always say to people go oh you like that wrestling it's like got more in common with game of thrones than it does with ufc because there is a wizard there is cheerleaders in there there's all different wacky characters so you know it is a family entertainment thing so it, there is a lot of storytelling that can be told there as long as it's not katie vick well fred from scooby-doo used to be the writer for wwe yeah for ready prince jr himself was a writer for a while yeah all they need to do and now is get Les Basby, and they'll be well sorted. My dear lord. <laughs> so you're not watching any wrestling whilst you're in the Newcastle? 
No, we've got Raw recorded and NXT recorded. Obviously, we caught up and seen what's happened. I've been watching some of the clips on on the X and the Instagram, you know, seeing what's catching up, seeing what's going on. And then there was that gear change or whatever, the AEW gear change or whatever it's called. There was a full gear in action on Saturday. Um, But obviously, I know you guys haven't watched it, so we'll briefly discuss kind of what happened with full gear. I kind of guess I'll have to take lead on that because I did stay up and watch it live. I did fall asleep for a little bit. Uh, That's going to happen when you watch AEW, though, isn't it? Well, no, unfortunately, I say unfortunately, is I've finally got Adobe Premiere Pro on my laptop and I've got all the footage from our TV pilot that we did. So I was up like three nights prior in a row, just up till 2, 3, 4 a.m. just editing. So I finished the pilot as a rough draft. That's all edited now. But then obviously AEW is on. I'm just like, I can't keep my eyes awake anymore. Well, you'd be staying at um, though. you at though for Survivor Series this weekend, I'm sure. Well, again, I, I haven't had the WWE Network for two months, three oh. months. However, what is it tomorrow? It's a Friday in the United States of America. Oh. It's Thursday oh. tomorrow. Oh yes, yeah, Turkey Day, isn't it? It is Thanksgiving, and what happens the day after Thanksgiving? Uh, lots of people make turkey sandwiches because they cook too much. What day is it? It's a Friday, but what kind of Friday? Um, Rebecca Black's Friday, Friday, got to get down on Friday. You've got to get down on Black Friday. So, as they do every year, Peacock TV put their offer on, $19.99 for the year. So, I've only paid £16.66 for the year for Peacock. So, I will be watching it. I have it. So, £16.66 for Peacock for the year. And that includes the WWE Network. He's got NordVPN. Like, he says he lives in Mexico gets like two pesos. <laughs> uh, that Disney Plus, that's what I do for Turkey. That's only cost me £1.60. <laughs> I, I, did, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. £1.60 a month for, for if you do it in Turkey. But I don't do that. I know people that do do it, though. But, um, <laughs> but no, Peacock TV. The only other unfortunate thing is when they actually do the adverts, you know, on sometimes when it goes on Peacock to say, and now for those that we have like the WWE Network in the UK, or Peacock uh, Premium, you can now see these promos for this match, whereas I'll just get adverts, because at the moment I've just got the ad-free plan, because it's an extra $6 on top a month for ad-free. So I'm like, for now I'll just do it. But it's the Macy's Parade tomorrow, so I've got to watch that. Yeah, you've got to watch, you've got to see those floats. You've got to see the floats, yeah, exactly, I can't wait. And you may have to make sure you watch out for that shoe. You've always got to watch for the shoe. But, so, full gear. So, I mean, let's, I know we briefly talked about before we came online. What do you know what happened? I know you read it, but what are some of the highlights that you took from what you read? Well, Jericho's got, like, like things in his chin. Apparently got kicked by a boot that had staples in or something. And there was a match, like a hardcore match. Yeah, and, and they stapled each the other. The Texas death them, match, yes. One of them drank somebody's blood or something, and then Adam, Adam Page Cole, drank his blood. He loved yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, he absolutely. And then he was double checking, you know, making sure that he could do such, such things. And then there was a match at the start of the night where that Samoan Joseph was attacked partner, but then uh, MJF got injured. But then Adam Cole said he'd take his place, but then he didn't take his place, and he actually wrestled the match. And yeah, I I, I did long division during that show. I read the results. I'm going. I've got a good brain, even this is complicated for me. The bass don't lie, and they spell disaster for you at Sacrifice. 
So, so, so that Samoan Joe gets the title shot, but everyone else on the main roster thinks that they can get a title match, and they're all going for the tag titles. And there was a number of contenders match, but there was a four-way ladder match where nobody else had to qualify. But there was somebody, the Golden Lion people, they qualified. There a lot of stuff happened at that event. So let's break it down in generic terms. So, yes... <laughs> Uh, there was two previous matches on the, the pre-show, but we don't need to talk about them. Um, basically, um, Eddie Kingston won his match against whomever that was. I can't even remember at the moment. And Claudio Castagnoli, did he have a match? Did he win they his match? Yeah, sure he did. Things, like an eliminated Continental Rumble. No, that, that starts on yeah, that starts on Dynamite tonight, as we are recording on a Wednesday at the moment. Um, but yeah. And then, obviously, the main match was MGF and Samoa Joe. Obviously, MGF took Samoa Joe's uh, offer to be in that tag match. Uh, Samoa Joe and MGF won that match after returning. Adam Cole came out and was like, yeah, let's do it for the boys. Um, and then after the match, that those ass boys beat up his leg and then he couldn't walk and then he had to leave in a hospital. And then Jeff is like, basically, before the Zero I went off air I was like Make sure you don't Take my title Promise me And Adam's like Yeah I promise Don't worry That's never going to happen And then The show started With an Orange Cassidy And Moxley match Oh Was it freshly squeezed Was was that the first match I'm pretty sure That was the first match And He did it Like he Finally Beat him Orange Cassidy Defeated John Moxley To retain His international championship Which which was great. I mean, it was a really good match. It took about 17 Superman punches. Sorry, I mean, orange punches to do it. But um, <laughs> he finally uh, he finally did it. Orange Cassidy uh, beat John Moxley. And it was a, a very good match. I'm sure Taron really, really enjoyed it. And I do tell a lie that was the second match because it was a match before that. But, you know, so I finally brought it up now, talking professionally there. Um, the only reason I say that is because the first match wasn't that memorable, but it was the... Um, the patriarchy of Christine Cage, Luchasaurus and Nick Wayne losing out to Sting, Darby Allen and Adam Copeland with a Ric Flair in the corner. I don't know if you saw what happened with Ric Flair. I saw backstage that he had a confrontation with Jay Lethal and I saw he took his jacket off flamboyantly. That's about it. So you didn't see, basically, he was at the ringside getting in Christine's face after he took his jacket off and then Christine Cage went up behind him and just low below him. <laughs> Oh, I did see that. I mean, yeah, that was like revenge for 2020 when Ric Flair did that to him during the COVID era. Yeah. So, and then on the commentary, Nigel McGuinness is basically like, he's saving, he's the, like the dad father of the year, Christine Cage is saving him all from Ric Flair having another child. That kind of thing. <laughs> um, but no, that was okay. And then um, we finally got the Hollywood homecoming of Tony Storm beating Hikaru Shida to win the title for the third time. Timeless Tony Storm did it uh, in a in a good match. It was okay. And then, like I said, we have that four-way tag team ladder match where Ricky Starks and Big Bill uh, retain the titles. And a crazy thing about that, uh, you had the Kings of Black in there, the Kings of Black through. That's what yeah. they called themselves on here. Yeah, uh, FTR and La Fachion Erbude, Russian Drillistico. Um, but Ricky Starks and Big Bill, and I'm sure you already know this, but I just wanted to point it out because he mentioned it on the media scrum. That is Big Bill's first ever professional title, that tag title. That's the first title he's ever held yeah. in WWE, NXT, Impact, Ring of Honor, New Japan, AEW, which I think that's kind of a mental stat considering how big Enzo, Amore, and 
Big Cass was. Yeah, well, you can't teach that. You can't. Maybe he just really was soft until then. Well, he was. I always remember him. He was in when they crowned the first and um, not undisputed champion, the the red belt. Can't remember what it's called. Universal title. That's it. He was in the four way match when um, they they ended up like working out who was going to be the contender or when it was vacated. That's how they managed to work out who was going to win it. And Seth Rollins picked it up. So he has been given title opportunities, but he had a bad attitude in WWE um, and some demons, which he's now got rid of. And he's in a good place. You know, he's um, his father-in-law's Diamond Dallas Page. He's a tag team champion, and he's seven foot tall. And you definitely cannot teach that. So, I mean, what, what do you want in life? I mean, you can't. It's genetics. But there we go. Um, but no, after that match, let's just see. My computer decided to crash. There we go. Uh, we had a new, a new oh. TBS champion. Oh. After Chris Statlander lost it. But not to Sky Blue, to Julia Hart, the youngest champion in AEW history at 22 years old. Save the cheerleader, save the world. It's about time. I mean, she's been a fan favourite past comments, so his stock has been uh, going up and up and up. And it's about time they switched up. I mean, what is she, the, only the third ever TBS champion behind um, Jay Cargill and... Um, she went off so yeah it's the because it should be like the workhorse title you know it's changed hands a little bit you look at the tag titles change hands even the world title change hands and that TBS hasn't really moved so it is nice to see fresh blood and hopefully fresh rivalries and good matches definitely deserves it yeah they were talking about on the media scrum as well like because she's one of the proper people that has just grown as AEW has in popularity like she was there from like you said the cheerleader from the start of it all to being in the house of black and we've seen her rise like most people would be on the indies and then come to AEW and do it that way but she's been fully homegrown we've seen her career from start to where it is now and like I said it is deserved to see that homegrown talent kind of take the title so very very happy with that but we were after that I mean I don't know we were talking about some kind of blood and staples and all that lot, but this match was just short of 30 minutes long. It was the longest match of the night, and it's got wild, crazy, like, acclaim everywhere. Everyone's saying it's one of the best matches they've ever seen, the best death match ever. Literally, people have just been saying it's been absolutely insane, and again, I do recommend when you do get back to watch it because it was absolutely brutal there was blood everywhere adam Hang- hangman page was drinking swerve strickland's blood oh. it was bloody brutal and it was a brilliant match and obviously the right person won swerve strickland knocked hangman adam page out we got a little bit of prince nana doing his little dance which is all you need on a show all we needed was daniel garcia to do a little dance as well and it would have been a 10 out of 10 show Mate, but, um, everyone's busting that in like, clubs on a Friday night. Everyone's doing that now. Same thing. They need to do it. They, they, I mean, a few weeks ago, they were doing it in like the NFL. Like, Arizona Cardinal player got a, a sack and then just got up and just started doing the Daniel Garcia dance. It's like the best <laughs> thing ever. So this is what we need. I want someone now to start doing the Prince Nana dance. You like literally get a sack, get a touchdown, and, and all of a sudden you just feel like when I swerve, when I touch down, when I swerve, when I touch down, it could have been. Or Taylor Swift in the stands, she can start doing it. Well, now I knew there was trouble. 
when she walked in. Well, she has a blank space baby, and she knows the name of the dance that she needs to do. That's 22. There you go. How many there Taylor Swift references can we get in there? Um, well, after we'll that, um, we had the Golden Jets of Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega defeating the Young Bucks by pinfall. And because the Golden Jets won, they now get the Young Bucks AEW World Tag Team Championship opportunity. Um, and I don't know if you saw this. I think yesterday it came out that the Young Bucks are taking some time off. Yeah, I've seen on their um, official media page they've got rid of the EVP title on their bios mm-hmm. as well. So I don't know. I don't know if we're reading it, whether they're doing it because it's a bit of a work. They've been going solid. I know they had a bit of time off when they had the CM Punk kerfuffle backstage. But, you know, you can't keep going forever. You do need to refresh it a bit. And, you know, when they come back in the new year or whenever they come back, um, hopefully they can pick up where they left off. And then we get to see the Golden Jets evolution style with their suits on. Signing and profiling, hopefully, Jericho might win that tag gold. What, you think that um, they're going to drop the titles? You think that they're going to beat Ricky Starks and Big Bill? Because you think they're going to beat them for the titles, Joe? For they are yeah, the next I, tag team yeah. champions? I don't see why not. Like, it's one of those titles, like, in, I don't think in Jericho won the tag belts. He hasn't won them in the AEW yet, and it's one of those ones he could add it to his accolades, and yeah, but Bill and Ricky Socks are a good tag team, but yeah, why not let Jericho and have it, you know? Yeah, why not? Let's give it a go. Would that mean, I know obviously Omega won it with Hangman Adam Page. Did he win it with someone else as well? No, I think it was just it was Hangman. Hangman. Fair yeah, enough, yeah. I, so. I was just thinking, like, if he's won it with, like, three different people as well, it just happened, yeah. But, um, no, and then obviously we had the main event. Uh, it was rumoured, I say rumoured, to be Adam Cole versus JY. And I know there's been a lot of controversy online with this to say, well, if MJF is injured, I mean, you had the whole, like, kind of flashback to that Attitude Era, 90s era, when MJF came in in the ambulance, like, I'm here, guys, don't you worry, you know, he's got an injured foot, uh, injured leg. Uh, and, and then everyone was basically like, trying to pull him away to say, no, you're not allowed, you're not allowed to compete. But then Adam Cole, who's legitimately injured, is allowed to compete. Don't understand that, which is completely fair enough. People complain about that online. But um, I think in terms of that, he got permission from Tony Khan to be in the match. Obviously, he was never going to wrestle and MJF was going to come back. But, you know, it, it was a little bit silly the way they did it. But we did have MJF and Jay White which was a really good match. Um, I don't think it was MGF's best match, because obviously he did. He was playing the full babyface card, where he was kind of like always getting hurt and always did it. But some of the moves he did, he did um, a diamond cutter. He literally oh. ran, jumped over the top rope whilst he was on the apron, Jay White, all the way down to the floor. Like, literally, he jumped over the top rope and diamond cutted him off the apron to the floor. Which is oh, brutal. Right. So MJF literally just went flying from out from the ring right on his crack on the outside. <laughs> like it was a brutal. I, like literally, I'll find a gift and I'll send it in the chat because that was absolutely brutal. And then he was going to go do a diving elbow onto the commenter desk. MJF on the turnbuckle, and he put Jay White on the desk and it just collapsed. <laughs> like he, he, put, he put him, he put him on the table, and then it collapsed. So he just left him on it. And then went up to the top and did the diving elbow, basically on all of the, like, because it was already collapsed the table. He still did the move anyway. So that was even worse because he was going lower down and there wasn't anything to kind of support him because he just did it straight on the floor. So he did some crazy moves, MJF. 
in that match is obviously something that he doesn't really do. But he retained the title, which was obviously going to happen. And then in the media scrum, if you saw any of the media scrum, they were talking about, obviously, because he was the first out. He was talking about, obviously, how much pain he's in and stuff, obviously. In character or not in character, his hip hurts, his leg hurts or whatever. And then basically he was joking to say, well, it was only a handshake deal. I don't have to give Samoa Joe the match. We'll just see what happens. <laughs> so, obviously, we'll, um, obviously, it is probably going to be at World's End, Samoa Joe and MJF, which will be on December 30th. Um, and who knows who we'll see appear at the World's End. Maybe the devil will be unmasked. Maybe depending on Survivor Series will depend on who the devil is. But it's a nice segue to start talking about Survivor Series colon War Games because it is the last, this is the last chance for pay-per-view prediction points. And unfortunately, Taryn can't be with us today because Addison is had to go to hospital as a little boy. So we do hope he is okay and he gets a speedy recovery, which means he had to send me Oh. His results, oh. his predictions, sorry. So, he's in second place, I'm in first place. All I have to do is match his results and I win. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, obviously I won't do that. I'm going to put my own predictions in. But he has sent me his predictions so we can go through Taryn's as well. But um, shall we go into Survivor Series War Games predictions? So, yes, yeah. Survivor Series... Just as a first off, I assume you will be back in time. You will be back on Saturday and you will be watching yeah. it live, I hope. Yeah, well, when this um, podcast hopefully goes on air, we'll all already be in the air. We can fly back tomorrow. So, yeah, be back well in time. We'll be back in time for SmackDown. So, all good. Yes. Happy days. Well, I hope you saw on Raw they have announced their fifth member of the War Games match, which we will discuss when we get to there as I'm well. I'm so happy they added Drew McIntyre to that team. I can't bloody wait for it. So, there's only been five matches announced at this moment in time. I do presume we'll probably get a sixth or a seventh, because at the moment, I do not see a LA Knight year on the card, which is a bit crazy, to think you're pulling the face and going, is he not on there? Is he on there? He's not no, on, there. He's on there. Um, but they were toying LA Knight solo Sokoa. So I can see him adding that. But I mean, last year, there was only five matches. It'd be nice to have that match added. But if they stick to just the five, that's how they did it last year. Because so. like, war games are like half hour long, aren't they? The matches are really long. Yeah. So like, you yeah. don't want to drag it on too long. They don't want to do an AEW pay-per-view where it's four hours long, starting at 1am and you're up till five. Definitely not. Nobody do the do nice... Yeah, I think this one as well. I was looking at Peacock. Does it start at midnight? Not sure. Or is that just the pre-show? Like when I went onto the Peacock app, it just said War Games, twelve o'clock. Hey, if it starts at twelve o'clock, I'm happy. That sounds good to me. It starts at 12 because then you finish a little bit earlier, don't we? It does say exactly. 1am online. Fair enough. So that's yeah, 1am, the typical time. It would just be the pre-show. That's at 12. So we have five matches announced. As usual, you get a, a point for a correct prediction. We do have some special points up for grabs in the War Games match for an additional point in each. Oh. So we will start off with 
just in the order that it is on Wikipedia. Um, we do have the first match of Carlito versus Santos Escobar. Who have we got, Joe? I mean, it seems obvious to me that Santos Escobar's got to win because he's just turned heel on Rey Mysterio like last week. He's just he's got to build up his stock. Like Carlito losing is not going to be like cost him anything. I think Santos Escobar all day long on this one. It's not going to be a long match. It'll be like five ten minutes, and Santos Escobar for the win. Taryn also goes for Santos Escobar. What about you, Dan? Yeah, I think I really like how they've done the heel turn with this one. Um, you know, he traps Ray's leg in the stairs and Ray's had out because he had to have leg surgery. But he's like, oh, I hope the surgery goes bad. I hope you get an infection. And then Michael Cole goes, somebody cut this guy's microphone off. And they like proper healing him. And he came out dressed as uh, Scarface as well. So he's doing a proper good job with it. He did make a botch on the promo where he called... Cruz del Toro, Raul, which is his old name, Raul Mendoza. He did kind of botch it. Hopefully, Botchmania will pick up on that. But yeah, I think it is the rise of Santos Escobar. I think he's going to go on, his stock's going to rise, and we're going to see good things from him. Cool, yeah, I mean, it does seem pretty obvious. Carlito's just here to kind of help put over the talent and kind of build some extra feuds and stuff. So, yeah, Santos Escobar, all four of us are going for that one. A nice, easy one. Speaking of nice and easy ones, Gunter and The Miz. Gunter for me, Gunter for Taron. Dan? Yeah, pretty good, Gunter. I've seen a lot of people going, oh, is this the chance they're going to drop it to The Miz? Can you imagine the backlash? Uh, with that, I think no, because that's in that, April, or is it May? I want it in France as well, isn't it? I think it's in May. Oh, yeah. um, I think we're leading up to maybe Brock Lesnar taking it off him at WrestleMania. That's been toy bid, or even at a Royal Rumble. Uh, those sort of ideas have been floated in the air. Um, the Miz, you know, he can he become a nine-time champion? Um, I think he. I don't know if he is the longest reigning, or he's one off becoming the longest reigning. He's definitely up there. Um, I think they will put on a good match. There's some good storytelling. Um, they're choosing a bit of dissent as well uh, between Imperium. Is um, Ludwig Kaiser and Giovanni Vinci going to... Um, can they get along? You know, what's going on with those two? But yeah, I think ultimately we're going to have Gunther Herring General picking up the win. It's interesting you mention Imperium because what were they called on the Indies? Joe, what do you reckon? I have never had this question before. What do you reckon it is, Joe? No comment. <laughs> no comment. Uh, what about you, Joe? Yeah, Dan, Gunter all day long for me. Same as Dan, like, The Miz has actually, like, made a really good story of this. Like, he he's, like, a legitimate challenger for the US Intercontinental title. Um, and I think it will be a good match. It'll be good storytelling. But ultimately, Gunter is, like, on a, on a really good run at the minute. So, yeah, I think Gunter to win all day. All day long, on a chaise long. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, Gunter currently is on 530-plus days at the moment. Um, it's just his, like, combined reign. Um, I don't know if that's the longest... That is the longest reign in, of all time, isn't it? Just as a single run, I'm He's pretty sure. Because honky-tonk, man. man. Um, but, I mean, if we're looking at combined days... Um, You've got Don Morocco on 541s. He's very close to that. You've got The Miz, who's on just short of 600 days. Obviously, he's won the title eight times, just behind Chris Jericho's record-breaking nine. Uh, and then you've got Pedro 
Morales as well, who's also won that twice, but he's got a Luchasaurus 619 um, combined days. So he is only like, what what is that, 89 days off uh, from beating that. And how many days until WrestleMania 40? 135 days. So we do expect him to become the longest reigning of all combined reigns. And Roman Reigns by then. Brock Lesnar has never won the Intercontinental Championship. So, we're yeah. Triple crane. Yeah. Job done. Could finally be done. But yeah, we John do think... John Cena's never, yeah. never won the IC title either. So, John Cena... Yeah, yeah give, give him that moment. Um, I mean, John Cena hasn't won like a, a pay-per-view or singles match in about 10 years. But there we go. Well, he won um, a match. He teamed up with LA Knights. Um, two pay-per-views. Oh, he did, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, before then it was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, Gunter's definitely winning that one. He's taking that title to WrestleMania. We said this in the last pay-per-view a few weeks ago. Sorry, premium live event. I do apologise, Vincent. Um, but, I mean, I'm looking like the next match as well, it seems predictable because we think she's going to hold it all the way to WrestleMania. So, let me check Taron's. Yep, he said Rhea Ripley. I'm also going for Rhea Ripley. Joe? Same. Um, again, Zoe Stark is like... It's a really good challenger for Rhea Ripley, and like they had like all of these like number one contendership matches, and like I think Zoe Stark will win it eventually, but I think Rhea's so dominant. They they need somebody, you know, a bit more her strength and her size, and I don't think Zoe Stark. I think it'll be a good match, but yeah, Rhea Ripley all day long for me. Okay, and Dan. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd big pop if um, Zoe Stark did pick up the win. Uh, ultimately, we're leading more towards Becky Lynch versus Rhea Ripley at a Royal Rumble or uh, WrestleMania. Whether they pancake the titles, they could do. Um, I'm bottom of the prediction league, aren't I? So being bottom, of... I don't have. I don't have yeah. it with me, unfortunately. So being bottom of the prediction league, I've got nothing to lose. So I'm going to go with Zoe Stark for the win on this one. Don't be so stupid. I've got nothing to lose. I'm on the bottom. It's the last one. If you're all going the same way. If I get it right, I get a point. If I get it wrong, it doesn't matter. So we start for the win. Well, there we go. From one crazy prediction to another, what do we think about the women's war games match? Damage control versus Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair, Shotzi and Rebecca Lynch. So, with this one, you get a point for the correct prediction, and you also get a special bonus point for who gets the pinfall. Oh. Who have you got? Yeah, lovely stuff. Well, I think it's going to be um, Team Bianca Belair. I think that there's going to be a turn in there somewhere. It's either going to come from Bailey. Bailey's going to turn on her own faction because she realises that... She's going to turn heel or face? Face, because she's ultimately losing control of damage control. They're bringing in members without asking her. Mm-hmm. It's going against her plan. But also, Asuka, she could be one of the ones that turns. You know, she's the mole from the inside. You're like a Kurt Angle in the invasion team. Is there something going on there? So I think it, the faces are going to pick up the win. But ultimately, who gets the pinfall win? I think it's the person who realistically is going to be challenging for the title. Um, I would, I'm going to go with Bianca Belair. Joe's favourite. Bianca Belair is going to get the pinfall victory. And she's going to pin uh, Kyrie Sane. Pin Kyrie Sane. 
Joe. This is like one of the hardest ones I think to predict. Like I was looking earlier and I think the the odds on this were like pretty much even. Like they were like very close to each other. But I think for me it's got to be damage control to win. And I think um, I think either uh, Eosai or Kyrie team is going to pin uh, Bianca Bella to, for the win. You have to pick one of them. Um, I'm going to go with Kyrie Sane. <laughs> Kyrie Sane. <laughs> Kyrie Sane, OK. Yeah. I was going to say, you can't just, I'll just cover my bets and cover half of the team, just in case. Kyrie Sane, Aorio Sky. Um, <laughs> that is fine, so Kyrie Sane, that is fine. Um, Taryn has gone for damage control to win, and Bailey to get the pinfall. Ooh, hey. Bailey... He wants some Bailey. So, yeah. Um, I'm actually going to side with you, Dan, on this one, that we will have a Team B anchor win, all because I think the team's just kind of... Either something's going to happen with Bailey and Kyrie Sane, and I think they might just turn on her, and they might just leave her just to get battered, Bailey or something like that. Um, so I think Bailey's the one that's going to get pinned. Um Who's going to get the pin? Um, I have no idea. Um, so, again, it could be Bianca, but just to be a little bit different, let's go for Rebecca Lynch. Oh. Oh. Let's get her to get the pinfall. Why not? Why not? Um, yeah, like I said, there's, there's points up for grabs, so why not? Yep, so, okay. Men's match. We have The Judgment Day, Andrew McIntyre, versus Cody Rhodes, Jey Uso, Sami Zayn, Seth Franklin Rollins, and Randall Keith Orton finally making his return. Because I have a friend that I have a legacy with. (laughs) You're all looking at me like I pray. But don't you know with us, we have an apex predator. (laughs) You're not just hearing voices in your head. (laughs) Because all of these people are right. That was the promo. Pretty much word for word what he said. Pretty much. (laughs) What a terrible (laughs) promo it was. But yes, Randy Orton is coming back. A legacy slower unit. We will see Ted DiBiase Jr. Probably not. But who have we got in this one? Well, he's in, he's in prison, so I don't think we're going to be seeing him. <laughs> <laughs> so who have we got this one, Joe? Who is picking up the win and who's getting that pin fall? I think that um, it's going to be Team Cody Rhodes, and I think that Drew McIntyre's played the double breath. Of- he said he was going to join the Judgment Day, but he's actually joined the Judgment Day to get to get his revenge on them, and he's going to take out Finn Balor, and I think he's going to leave, and then I think Cody Rhodes is then going to pin Finn Balor. So Team Cody, Cody for the pin. Yeah. Um, just because you've said that, I will just say Taron has also gone for Team Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes to get the pin fall. Dan. Yeah, I'm going for Team Cody. Um, I don't think there's going to be any dissension, 
But I do think that it's going to be Jey Uso. He's going to earn his stripes, and he's going to be the one who gets the painful victory. Jey Uso. D1-ish. Um, perfect. Um, I think it, we might as well just go for a, a clean sweep here. I mean, I would like to see Team Judgment Day win in this, because I don't know if you saw any of the clips. Obviously, you've got that kind of history there already with Jey Uso and Randy Orton, because... Wasn't it the Usos that put Randy Orton on commission, basically, like, out for this long? And you could see his face kind of like, oh, shit, what's happening here? So I do think something could happen there, which it would be pretty cool if, say, Randy Orton or Jey Uso, something happened between them and then Judgment Day picked up the win. But, again, I can't see, especially coming up to the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania season, you've got to finish a story. You've got the War Games match. Team Cody will probably win it. Um, I think something maybe, just to go a little bit different as well, is maybe Jey Uso, like you said, is doing really well in the match and then Randy Orton will hit an RKO and get the pin. Or Jey Uso hits the move and then Randy Orton takes the pin from him. So I'm going to say the returning Randall will get the pin for. Um, And that's obviously going to cause a little bit of dissension. Or it could happen the other way around. Randy Orton hits the RKO and Jey Uso takes the pin from him. I feel like something like that's going to start that tension so then they can start having a little bit of a, a feud in there because it's similar to Cody Rhodes is kind of stuck in the middle of them both, trying to keep them both as friends, but obviously they're going to kind of just clash at some point. And I think that's going to come to a head in the Royal Rumble match where one will throw the other, other one over and they'll probably have a match at WrestleMania. Yeah. Oh. Or, uh, or at the Rumble if it happens earlier. But something's happening with Randy Orton and Jay. Uh, Jay Uso will get the pin or Randy Orton will get the pin. But it's because the other one did a move or something like that. Or I'm completely wrong. But that's the way I would book it. So, how are we looking forward to it? Yeah, I'm really looking. I mean, Survivor Series is one of my favourite events of the year. You know, behind the Rumble, Elim- Elimination Chamber. Oh, really, Elimination Chamber. Rumble, Mania, and also Money in the Bank. They're like the big ones. Um, it's always good, you know, at least we're not doing bland versus bland, like we usually do. Um, yeah, it's going to be good. They've got the war games in. Um, it, it feels a little bit rushed. One seems really rushed in the damage control match, and the men's one seems like we've been waiting six months for this match now. Um, but ultimately, yeah, I'm going to be staying up for it. I'm looking forward to it, and I think we're going to be thoroughly sports entertained. I will just say as well, Taron doesn't think it's going to end there. Because he has said Damien Priest to cash in on Seth Rollins at end of March and win. I assume he means match, unless he's (laughs) covered himself by putting March. But um, no, he thinks there's going to be a cash in. Do we think there will be a cash in? No. No. Don't be so stupid, Taryn. You don't get a point anyway. I think CM Punk might come back at the end, though. No. Well, I was going to say, this is the question. This is the big question now. We were talking about the possibility of the devil in, in AEW, whether it's Jungle Boy, Jack Perry, whether it's CM Punk, whether it's Dr. Britt Baker, whether it's Roderick Strong, whether it's Adam Dolph Cole himself. Or who? Dolph Ziggler. Or Dolph Ziggler. I mean, there was another rumour which I thought was great of it literally just opening the mask and it's Tony Khan. It's me, Maxwell. It was me all along. <laughs> or you could just imagine, like, when it happens, all the memes come out of it. And he rips his mask off and he goes, hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as he rips the mask off, hey, guys. <laughs> I'm the devil under the mask. 
Um, <laughs> hey guys, I had a great show for you today. <laughs> um, I think that'll be a great meme when that happens. Um, someone's just gonna that. AI it. Someone's gonna AI. Hey guys. <laughs> um, but no. Uh, will we see the moment? It's in Chicago, Illinois, at oh. the Allstate Arena. Will we see the home, the home talent? Do can we even call him talent anymore? Will we see CM Punk return to WWE? I mean, Joe said yes. Dan? I think it's only a matter of time because he's got all the chances. Yeah, I think it's going to happen. Um, ultimately, we know he's going to be making amends. He's going to be going in the Hall of Fame, but he has some business to be done beforehand. Is there rumble opportunities? What's going to happen? Main events? I mean, he sells good merch, so who knows? Could it all be a ruse? But yeah, I think if I had to put money on it, yeah, he's going back to the... But is he coming back at Survivor Series this Saturday? No. I would predict more the rumble. Fair enough, because that's the thing. If it happens at Survivor Series, when does it happen? Rumble. How would you book... No, like if if it was happening at Survivor Series, how would you book CM Punk? Would it just be like one of those random moments where John Cena comes out and says, "Who wants to see WrestleMania in Chicago?" <laughs> just CM Punk coming out um, Sami Zayn's been like attacked by the Judgment Day backstage. Like, oh well, we need to find a fifth member again. Don't worry, I saw somebody backstage in my field. Put out. him straight in a match. Yeah, put him straight in the war games. I think that's the only way you could. Be. You're not going to put him front row and he's waving at people. He's not going to come out cut a promo. I think he has to be in a match. And if you're going to do it that way, the men's five on five in the main event, Sami Zayn's most logical. Or if he's going to be on the Judgment Day side, Jaden McDart, he'll be kicked out. And then all of a sudden, chuck, he'll be chucked in. But yeah, I think he'll be on the face team. And I think if, logically, if they had to take somebody out of the match, it'd be Samuel Zayn. Because that's the thing, like, would you have him as a face or a heel? Would he, be, would he become like a leader of the Judgment Day uh, kind of thing and take over that? Or would he just, because he doesn't need anybody, he'd just come back by himself and he could be just CM Punk. But it, could it be like his, his um, straight edge society bringing like the straight edge judgment day? Um, I don't know. I think I don't want it to happen because then it kind of teases longer the devil story in AEW. So the benefit of it not happening means there's still that question there. It could still happen in AEW and AEW and AEW. Then when the devil gets revealed to whomever it may be, then you've got that Royal Rumble question, then is he going to return at the Royal Rumble? So I don't think it will happen. I do think the devil reveal will be at World's End because World's End, devil, it makes perfect sense. It's in MJF's hometown in Long Island. We'll see what happens. But that brings a close the Prediction League for 2023. We will see what happens on Saturday. We will pull up the results and we'll crown me a three-time winner, I'm sure. But speaking of winners, Dan can't get any points on the quiz this week. I'm sure you've already won the year because mathematically I think we've only got five or six weeks, seven weeks left of the year. And I'm sure you were like five points clear anyway and I'll be hosting in two weeks. So just pretty much... You're the champion in Lee. You're, you're Manchester City. It. You've won it way in advance. Um, I, I wouldn't go to Manchester City. I wouldn't want to be compared to City. But um, we've um, we've Roman. I Roman reigns it. We'll go with that. You've Roman reigns it indeed. So Dan, what have you got for us today? I'm trying to find my actual. Where is my Microsoft Word? Oh. 
I can't find it. I tried to do it for the prediction league and I couldn't find it. I was like, I'm just going to write it on my phone. Right, right, Joe's writing on the, we're in a travel lodge. Joe's writing on the back of the Poundland machine, so don't worry about it. What did you buy from Poundland, Joe? A charger cable for my phone. Fair enough. Okay. I have my notes open. Three pounds from Poundland. Oh, ridiculous. Right. I feel like you've been robbed. We were. I've got a quiz for you. It's all about Survivor Series, funny enough. Oh. Why not Blood and Guts? I don't... Nah, can't be doing that. Or gut checks. Or, yeah, AEW stuff. Nah, it's all about WWE. All about Survivor Series. So nice and easy. Number one, in, 1990, oh. in 1991, the WWF Championship was defended, I think for the first time ever, at a Survivor Series event, with Hulk Hogan losing the title to who? Okay. Yeah, I think. I look back, there was like loads of five or ma- five matches from 87 all the way up to 91, but I think this was the first time there was a title uh, match. It was in 1991. Crazy to think, eh? Number two. In the famous 2001 event where the WWF competed against the Alliance, there was a unification match between the US and IC titles. But who were the competitors? So who walked in as IC champion and who walked in as US champion? Point each. Lovely stuff. Question number three. At the same event in 2001, there was a six-pack women's challenge for the vacant women's uh, championship but which woman made their WWF debut in that match it was actually a pretty decent match to be fair Um, your number four in 2003 there was a five on five traditional Survivor Series match pitching Team Austin versus Team Bischoff Team Bischoff won but who was on Team Bischoff? So five wrestlers on the winning team for Team Bischoff. See, Bischoff is Team Raw. Who were the five competitors? Get a point for each. Jesus. Points for days. Yeah, man. Um. I would just name five top Raw stars in 2003, and you're probably going to be close. Lovely stuff. Okay, number five. Who beat Daniel Bryan at the 2010 Survivor Series for the United States Championship? What year, sorry? 2010. 2010 Survivor Series. Who beat Daniel Bryan for the US title? 2010. That's 13 years ago, that was. 13 years ago. Yeah, let's go for that. Why not? Cool. And at the same event for question number six, it was Randy Orton versus Wade Barrett for the WWE title. But who was the special guest referee in that match? Who was the special referee? Yeah, in the Orton versus Barrett WWE title match at the yeah. 2010 Survivor Series. Very iconic. 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 <laughs> number seven. Who cashed in their money in the bank? Briefcase in 2015 Survive Series to win the World Heavyweight Championship. So 2015, standing tall at the end, cashed in their money in the bank, new world champion, who was it? (laughs) 
lovely stuff. So question number eight, what were Imperium called on the Indies? I'm joking. (laughs) Question number eight, at the 2017 Survivor Series, we saw Kurt Angle's team of Team Raw face Shane McMahon's team of Team SmackDown. But which team won? Was it Team Raw or Team SmackDown that won that match, 2017? Lovely stuff. Your question number nine. Team SmackDown won the five-on-five on five men's elimination match in 2019. But who was on that team? So Team SmackDown that won the five-on-five on five. Name the five people that were on Team SmackDown. And what year was it? 2019. Okay. You remember on Team NXT? It was against had, NXT, weren't it? Yeah, yeah. And Royer, Team NXT, they had Tommaso Ciampa, they had Damien Priest, Gunter. They had an all-star team. Absolute all-star team. But who was on Team SmackDown? And I want their specific names at that event. Does that help? Helps with one of them, so they call something different. And finally, nice and easy, number 10. In the 2020 Survivor Series, who won the opening match, which was an 18-man Battle Royal? 2020 COVID-era Survivor Series, 18-man Battle Royal. And I'll help you out. He eliminated Dominic Mysterio to win it. Booyaka. Oh. Joe's crossing something out. Oh. Oh. I can't read his writing, to be honest, so... <laughs> okay. Have you both got answers? I don't have one for the last one, because I'm still writing five for team, for number nine. Um, who won the opening match of a Survivor Series by eliminating Dominic Mysterio? Yeah, 2020 Survivor Series, during COVID, men's match. Think, think of somebody who may have eliminated Dominic Mysterio. In the opening match. Yeah. Um... Yeah, sure, why not? I could give uh, you a big clue. Like, yeah, could give you a clue. I'm just going for that person. No, it's fine. <laughs> I'll get it wrong. It's fine. And <laughs> number one. In 1991, the WF title was defended by Hulk Hogan, and he lost to who? Jamie. The Undertaker. Joe? Undertaker. It is The Undertaker. Correct, both. Number two. In the famous 2001 event, the WF competed against the Alliance. And there was a unification match between the US and IC titles. But who were the competitors? Joe. RVT, William Regal. Jamie. Edge and Test. It was Edge and Test. Because Test lost his belt and then he went and won the Immunity Battle Royale to make sure he kept his job. Correct. At the same event in 2001, there was a six-pack challenge for the vacant women's title, but which woman made their WF debut in that match? Joe. Jazz. And Jamie. Molly Holly. I think Molly Holly was in the match, but it was Jazz. Jazz made the debut for the Alliance. Okay, number four. In the 2003, sorry, in 2003, there was a five-on-five match pitting Austin versus Bischoff. Team Bischoff won, but who was on Team Bischoff's team? Uh, Jamie, who are your five? Um, my five, Brock Lesnar, The Big Show, Edge, Chris Jericho, Randy Orton. You get two points. 
Cool. Yeah. Big Show, Christian, Kane, Randy Orton. I didn't have another one. You also get two points. The ones on the team were Jericho, Christian, Scott Steiner, Mark Henry, and Randy Orton. Jesus. What a team. Yeah. What a team. <laughs> Holler if you hear them. Number five. Who beat Daniel Bryan at the 2010 Survive Series for the United States title, Joe? Cookie Kingston. And Janie? I've put Dolph Ziggler. No, it was Ted DiBiase Jr. No, no there he was. <laughs> <laughs> it was priceless, i got to say. Okay, number six. At the same event, it was Orton versus Barrett for the WWE title. But who was the special guest referee, Jamie? Juan Cena. And Joe, it was John Cena. Because, of course, if John Cena lost that match, then, sorry, if John Cena, if Wee Barrett lost that match, then John Cena would have lost his job. But ultimately, it worked out okay for him. Because when he was part of Nexus, wasn't it? It was, it was. And number seven, who cashed in their Money in the Bank briefcase in 2015 Survivor Series to win the world title? Joe. Edge. He thinks Edge. Who do you think, Jamie? Um, I know I'm wrong, but I couldn't think of anyone, so I just went for the Miz. It was it was in three minutes seventeen seconds. It was Sheamus. Was um, it three seventeen? Yeah. Was it five? It was at say like five. He had a t-shirt with it on, didn't he? Oh, the five fifteen thing. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's where that came from. So at the 2017 Survivor Series, we saw Kurt Angle's team Raw face Shane McMahon's team SmackDown. But which team were nice and simple SmackDown or Raw? Joe. SmackDown. Jamie. I also went for SmackDown. It's Team Angle. It's Team Raw. Oh, fair enough. Ah, it's okay. Uh, number nine. Team SmackDown won the 5 on 5 on 5 men's elimination match in the 2019 Survivor Series. But who was on Team SmackDown? Jamie. Um, I only had three, so I'm writing two more quickly. Um, Big E and Kofi Kingston, I've just thrown in there. Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns, and because you said names, I went for Shorty G. You got three points. <laughs> Fair enough. Joe. Miz, Kofi, Dolph Ziggler, Randy Orton, King. Um, I don't think you got any there. Um, Reigns, Strowman, Baron Corbin, Mustafa Ali, and Shorty G. <laughs> Shorty G doing it for the boy. <laughs> I remember that one because he like lasted all the way to the end. Didn't did he get the final pin? I think so. Yeah, like he proper like did did a move like he did really well. So, yeah, yeah, that was that. And we got your number 10. In the 2020 Survivor Series, who won the opening match? The 18-man Battle Royale. Joe. Braun Strowman. And Jamie. I didn't realise you said who won it. I just thought who eliminated Dominic's there, so I put Callisto. <laughs> oh. So, if you think about it, so Dominic Mysterio, who did he end up facing at WrestleMania 2021? He teamed up with his dad, and he faced Logan Paul... And the Miz. And, the Miz. Yeah. and that, that's where it all started. The Miz eliminated Dominic Mysterio. So, the Miz. The Miz won the 18 man battle royale in 2020. Uh, yeah. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't hear you say win it. I just thought, just a random person, Callisto. Like. <laughs> if I heard the winning part, Callisto never won anything in his life. So, there you go. Nah, that's fair. So, top your scores. Eight. You have a voice, Joe. How many have you got? There we go. Podcast, nobody can see you, but you end up. So, JB wins with eight. Woo! Happy days, well done. 
what a time to be alive. What I'm sure. a time to be alive with a penguin. We'll add it to the score. It will bring it closer, but I'm sure you'll still win. But in yeah. the meantime, Dan, where can everybody find the podcast? Yeah, so you can find us on the socials. We are on Facebook X. We're also on Threads and Instagram as well. We are Grapple Cash Show. But finding the podcast, also Grapple Cash Show, wherever you find your podcasts. We're on Spotify, Apple Music, The Deezers, all of the above. We also put links on all of our social medias. But make sure you like, rate and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And here's something for you. I hope you are. I mean, if you're already listening to this bit, you're already listening to it anyway. But just for fun, Alexa... Play Grapple Cast Show podcast. Playing the cats on Amazon Music. Never mind, don't do that. Um, because it didn't <laughs> understand a word I just said. But Joe, would you like to sign us off? Without further ado, watch out for the shoe. Ooh. Ooh. Goodbye. Bring it back!